0: Remember Sears? If not, I'll give you a second to remember. Because let's be honest, either you went on family shopping trips to Sears from time to time, or you just weren't born yet. Either way, you definitely heard about it. In 1976, Sears was the store where America shops. Why do I shop at Sears? It's easy for me. I can pick up tennis balls, children's
1: clothing, torque wrenches, and a dish all in the same shop. In
0: 1998, they showed us there Softer Side
2: you're new. Come see the softer side of
0: And lest we never forget the commercial that would play annually from about April to September, you know the one Reran every year at the peak of heat season.
2: I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says tomorrow's gonna be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call
0: now. That husband never called. The family sadly turned to ash in the summer of 1998. These commercials were part of our daily commercial intake. But did you know that long before we were taking in all those commercials, Sears was hocking their wares through their catalog, the Sears, Roebuck, and Co. catalog? And it had it all. Watches, groceries, that era's answer to morphine addiction, heroin. What other odd things did the catalog carry? Well, you're just gonna have to listen to the episode and find out. We talked the Sears, Roebuck, and Co. catalog this week on This Was a Thing. This was a thing, that was a thing, Lord Almighty, what a thing. States like Maine and Wyoming, Lally Cooper, what a thing. Oh, Susanna, Lordy, what a thing. Oh, that hairpin pilfering, Lord Almighty,
1: what a thing.
2: Hi, I'm Daniel.
1: And I'm Ray. And I'm Rob. And you're listening to This Was a Thing, the retro podcast that dives deep into the cultural happenings of yesteryear. Today, we're going to be talking about the Sears Roebuck & Co. catalog. <laughs> and Co.? Yeah,
0: well, that's and company. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambers and Co. Oh,
2: wow. Learn something new every day.
0: Now, Sears Roebuck & Co. catalog was a thing because with Westward Expansion, in the US, you know, people had to get their supplies, you know, when you're expanding west east out in you got to get your supplies. And after a while, that one clerk at the general store just started asking too many questions, you know, he just started to get too all up in your business if you will. You know, and, and so just how could you get your supplies without going to the general store and dealing with, you know, Derek. Derek knows you something.
1: Oh, so you've been to the general store. Is that really why I got started? Because people were like, I don't want to talk to Derek. Well,
0: I mean, people people wanted the convenience of getting something delivered to their house, their door. As opposed to schlepping out to yeah, the store. Yeah, exactly. And dealing with Derek. So this is like Instacart. Well, I'll get into that.
2: Hold that thought.
0: The thing that kind of sparked my interest in looking into Sears, Roebuck, and Co. catalog... Uh, was this uh, article that came up in my Apple News, uh, shout out Apple News, but it's from uh, an article from Fast Company written by Adele Peters. It's called, A Sears house sold today should cost $32,000. Why can't you buy one? What? A Sears house? Yes. So what I found out is that the Sears catalog offered homes. You could get Homes delivered to your house from the nails to the the lumber to everything, and you could build your own house. What the fuck? From 1908 to 1940, tens of thousands of their kit homes were sold, and nowadays many are still in high demand. So people just come drop off the house? Yeah, and you build it yourself, essentially.
2: Like one-bedroom, two-bedroom? Yeah. Wait, was this like Ikea but taken to the nth degree? Like, this sounds nuts. Yeah, and so
0: it could, like, and if you, you... if you wanted to get upgrades like bathroom things, like you could figure that out and add that.
2: But like, you but want for, a toilet? <laughs> the lower models were just like a cutout that you would just <laughs> dig a hole.
0: Exactly, a Boulder, Colorado Craftsman home sold for one point one million dollars. That was built in nineteen twenty three. What?
1: So at this point, the house was already built and somebody bought it for yeah. That much but money. it was
0: a, it was a Craftsman Sears kit home, and it sold for one point one million dollars because it was still. So well-built and the bones were good. But yeah, so that kind of sparked my interest.
1: Is this house a Sears house, the one that we're in currently, Ray?
0: No, this is a Kmart one.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh, is this a blue light special? Yes, there is. This, actually, yeah. I'm looking up at blue lights yeah, right now. Right yes,
0: there, yeah. there you go. But I started doing some more research and stuff, and I knew that the Sears Roebuck and Co. catalog offered a wide range of products. But Holmes was definitely something that made me go, what the hell? So I started looking around to see what else Sears offered. And boy, did I find an article from one of Rob's favorite publications,
1: Smithsonian Magazine. (laughs) Never fucking read this magazine. Well, whenever I bring it up, you always have this reaction. (laughs) Oh yeah, Ray brings it up like he reads it. Well, you know, in a Smithsonian Magazine, uh, they said.
0: (laughs) But anyway, this magazine talked about some interesting things that were sold over the years So I'm not going to do a whole history of the brand that there's just too much and stuff they offered. But something that I kept finding about Sears, Roebuck and Co was essentially it was the first Amazon. Like, what would you what do you, Daniel, buy on Amazon? That's like, okay, I have to get this on Amazon. I can get this on Amazon quickly. I don't have to go out. What's that for you, Daniel?
2: Weirdly, the thing that I would say I get most from Amazon that I don't want to go to a store to get are like charging cables and like little electronics like that. That's something that I think I've almost exclusively ordered from Amazon. I don't think I ever have gotten a charging cable from a store unless it like came with something I bought. Or you're in a pinch. But yeah, no, there's definitely some things that Amazon, I kind of just depend on for a for like just having a dependable thing that I can just go back to and just get those like weird staples or things that I just don't want to have to worry about the hassle of going out to get for sure. And
0: you just said a word that's perfect, dependable. So Sears Roebuck and Co. catalog was probably the most dependable retailer for people for decades, decades. And they trusted it. They knew what they could get, what they were ordering, they would get a good product. That the pictures on the page were representative of what they would get. And like I said, if they delivered homes to your houses, like they 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 offered everything. Let's see Amazon do that motherfucker. I'm gonna start off by just giving you the quick details on how Sears ended. Sears was huge, then all of a sudden, boom, it's like the stores closed and no more sears after the years of the catalog doing gangbusters opened its first store 1925 it remains a major retailer for decades keeping itself in people's minds with the big book catalog that started coming out what's that it was just like the big book which ended up in christmas time would or holiday time would be the wish book do you remember the wish book Dan? no do you remember the wish book no i've never heard of that really oh my god the Se- i mean there was a sears wish book and then jc started doing one but every christmas it would be like all the toys and you'd go through and circle
1: them oh wait a minute vaguely vaguely yeah, like I think it would, I remember it would be this like,
0: it would be like here's like here's the k- kids pajama sets that are like oh I want to get the newest Batman pajamas and then would show you those pajamas and stuff it was shopping the web you know but in a catalog <laughs> you know I don't know yeah, yeah yeah
2: no that makes sense yeah Sears was the first
0: one to like JCPenney would end up doing it like I said other companies but Sears was the first big one so essentially what it was that put them out of business was the 60s, there was more competition that came around, including Target, Walmart, and Kmart. $10 billion in sales in the early 70s. But just having three major competitors, Kmart, Target, and Walmart, was just not a good thing. And in 1991, Sears lost its title of king of retail to Walmart. In 93, it closed its catalog division, uh, except for just random you know, specialty catalogs that you
1: could order. It's the only way old people knew how to order things.
0: Yeah, really, though. It merged with Kmart in 2005, started being profitable again but started to struggle. Uh filed for bankruptcy and lost more than 11 billion in 2011. Closed hundreds of retail stores across the country, but yeah, it just Sears Sears ended up going down and now they their brands like Craftman and Kenmore are still around. Craftsman tools, Kenmore oh, washers
2: and stuff. Those are a part of Sears. I never knew that.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of like the later history of Sears, but let's get into what made Sears, Roebuck, and Co. Catalog pop, get big. And it starts with westward expansion, like I said. Now, to make things easy, I won't get into the random acts passed by Congress. But I will. Yeah, exactly. That helped with mail order. The mail order bill of
1: 1892.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I will say this. Uh, With the expansion of railroads in the mid to late 1800s, there were tons of people heading out west. Uh, which meant that more and more people were able to get mail out West. Uh, So with congressional acts, like I mentioned, it made mail order catalogs easier to grow in popularity because there were more places for them to go because it could get there. If you lived in rural areas, it was a real pain to get your mail. It was essentially like a whole trip just to get to the train depot to pick up your stuff. You had to schlep there, get your stuff, schlep back, just a pain in the butt. Uh, But with those congressional acts, something in 1896 Rural free delivery. What was that? Rural free delivery. It was introduced by the Postal Service.
1: Oh, you mean rural free delivery.
0: Uh, Now, those rural folks uh, could get their mail right to their house. RFDs. Yeah, RFD. 1896, that's introduced, but let's jump back to 1886. Just a decade. We're not going to be doing too much. We'll just stick here for a second. But we're introducing you to Richard Sears. He was working at a railroad as a station agent. A jeweler refused a shipment of watches. Richard Sears bought these watches, sold them to other station agents uh, at the railroad, made a profit. And uh, then he started to uh, do a mail-order watch business. And brides. Don't forget brides. brides. Uh, But through his mail-order watch business, he met a watch repairman named Alva Roebuck. Ooh, Alva. Yeah, Alva.
2: But that's the Al of Rich and Al. Like, the only other Alva I've ever heard is Alva Edison. Edison, Like, Thomas Alva Edison. Yeah. And that's his middle name, so... Uh,
0: Sears and Roebuck, Rich and Al, uh, they saw railroad expansion and envisioned wallet expansion. 1886, they printed out their first mailer. First mailer was an advertisement... For watches and jewelry now this is from history of sears under the banner of the rw sears watch co sears promised his customers that quote we warrant every american watch sold by us with fair usage an accurate timekeeper for six years during which time under our written guarantee we are compelled to keep it in perfect order free of charge
1: jesus this is tough this is
0: tough I mean, Richard Sears is wordy like me. He's got a lot to say. Now, in the following years, there were some business shakeups. Company was sold for $100,000, which is over $3 million today. But in 1892, Richard Sears got back into the game. He left Iowa, went back to Chicago, teamed up with his old pal, Alva. Al started a new mail-order watch brand and jewelry, jewelry company. This time it was A.C. Robeck. They couldn't use that Sears name anymore because he sold that. But in only one year's time, 1893, a brand that the U.S. came to know, love, and depend on, like Daniel said, Sears Roebuck & Co. was born. I'm going to cry. They started to add more and more things to their catalog. You know, I can't imagine those rural folks were in the market for jewelry. But linens, homewares, heroin. What? Yeah. Yeah, they could use some of that. They were selling heroin? Oh, yeah, I'll get on that. I'll get more on that later. Don't worry. Yeah, just a little hint. So homes and heroin, I'm telling you. They offered everything. So 1893, when they changed to Sears, Roebuck, and Co., Sales were over $400,000, which is $12 million today. Wow. So they were doing pretty good for back then. 1894, the catalog was 322 pages. Wow. So this is from the history of Sears. A master at slogans and catchy phrases, Richard Sears illustrated the cover of the 1894 catalog, declaring it, quote, book of bargains, a money book saver for what? everyone. Of bargains? Bargains. I'm sorry. I was, I'm, I I I'm, I'm using my transatlantic bargains. <laughs> I got a book of bargains. <laughs> I got a book of bargains here for all you rural folks. A money saver for everyone and, quote, the cheapest supply house on earth. Now, claiming that, quote, our trade reaches around the world, Sears also knew the importance of keeping customers boldly stating that, quote, we can't afford to lose a customer because literally he was he was counting pennies. That man knew he could not lose any customers. Now, new items included things like bicycles, musical instruments, saddles firearms, buggies, bis- I already said bicycles, but there's a lot of them added, baby carriages, some clothing. In 1895, a uh, catalog topped out at 532 pages, and the company made over $750,000, which is about $20 million today. Wow. So in two years, they were they were making money. This is from history of Sears. The 1895 catalog added eyeglasses, including a self-test for, quote, Old sight, near sight, and astigmatism. A home test? That's really interesting. Yeah, there was a home test for eyesight. I
1: can't read to write the numbers down.
0: Fair. Now, at this time, uh, Sears wrote nearly every line of the catalog. So Richard Sears was a wordsmith, uh, drawing upon his personal experience using language and expressions and appealed to his target customers. Now, this was... Before Rural Free Delivery, like I said, 1895, that RFD was introduced in 1896. Now, in that year, grocery stoves and even dolls were added. No word on highly articulated six-inch action figures based on space operas known as Star Wars, but there were dolls. Give them time. Give them
1: time. time.
0: Mind you, all this growth was happening along with the Panic of 1893, which led to a depression. There was a cash squeeze, and there was a lot of unsold merchandise, but the company kept going. It did not falter during this this depression. Um, By the turn of the century, uh, there were spring and fall catalogs or even specialty catalogs for everything from bicycles to sewing machines. The size of the catalog expanded in scale from 6 by 9 to 8 by 11 which, give it one more half, you got yourself a headshot. Thomas Alva Edison bring it back to him got his gramophone delivered to you right to your door mm. catalog even introduced the first form of an entertainment center they offered everything in packages you know what I mean like in 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 bundles if you will which now amazon does right you know like you can get the bundles of things that they know you can piece together and get it for a lower price it's just Every more and more I kept seeing was like, oh yeah, this was Amazon. This was like Amazon, like this it's is Amazon, bundling, customer reviews, right. uh, Good prices, you—it's know, competitive prices, um, which make you want to order from Amazon as opposed to going to the store. You know, which I'm sure there were probably there were probably some union issues <laughs> with this back then as well, like there are with Amazon and overworking. But still, we got our stuff to our door.
1: Now, now wait a minute, this is interesting here. Um, they are selling Ray. I'm getting this for you. Uh. And I can get this all for you, I think, for a $1.19. Wow. Uh, it is a men's overall slash jacket, which also turns into a one-piece suit. What? So your overalls, Ray, can turn into a suit jacket. Uh, and it's only in one color, but I think this color is going to look really good on you indigo blue
0: oh i love indigo oh i love serving an indigo look serving indigo blue real yeah. and actually i just got my first pair of overalls recently did you really yeah i wore them do
1: they turn into a tux no no
0: they're just see? black dickies overalls then you got gypped
1: you did i, I see this why i want to get you something nice right because you deserve it look,
0: dude why uh, there's got to be overalls that turn into a coat nowadays one would hope so Ho, ho, ho,
1: Merry Christmas. I sound just like the Santa Claus. <laughs> I know. Okay, cool. Uh, I can do Hanukkah Harry. Want to hear Hanukkah Harry? What? You need to eat all those lankas? Whoa. That was just like Hanukkah right? Harry. That was really good.
0: Yeah, it's December and it's the holiday season now. is officially upon us. Thank God.
1: Uh, what? What do you want for Hanukkah, Rob? Well, Ray, I want more folks to contribute to our Patreon. What do you want for Christmas, buddy? Oh boy, the exact same thing. Wow, maybe someone out there will get us that gift. How would they even do that, Ray? Oh boy, well... Our generous holiday
0: elves should head on over to Patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and search for This Was a Thing, the podcast, and set a monthly donation. Even a dollar a month helps us, but five dollars a month gets you so much more extra stuff. Your contributions help us to continue doing what we're doing. And also, then you get annually at least 26 more episodes
1: than the general public gets, so
0: I don't want to be a... A Grinch or anything,
1: but... And for Hanukkah, feel free to contribute eight times a month. Okay, now you're pushing it. Okay, you're right. Hey, everyone, have safe, healthy, and happy holidays, and head over to Patreon.com and leave a nice little gift for your two nostalgia-loving elves. It's a great gift, folks. Great gift. I need a new sweater. The wick selection
0: expanded to include selections for African-American men and women and the company employed translators who could quote read and write all languages so
1: the company catered literally to everyone who was trying to live out their American dream how did this make like local dressmakers feel or local I can imagine that
0: that it was like the Walmartization of America that we see nowadays you're killing the mom and pop. yeah kill mom and pop and I feel like once more brick and mortar stores came in or come around and expansion and it wasn't just having to be delivery mail order kind of became second nature as opposed to the main way you know and then people started going into brick and mortar but I mean nowadays it's like so quick you can get everything. Richard Sears started to include a handwritten note to customers in catalogs in 1903 and made the commitment, quote, your money back if you are not satisfied.
2: Wow. Did they have a time period? Was there like a specific like
0: 30 days or like... I didn't see a time period, but yeah. E- either way, it was still like, that's another thing that is so standard nowadays with companies that if you yeah. don't see that, it's almost like, well, I don't know. If I want to do business with this company. Yeah, totally. So I'm going to kind of give you... A quick timeline of some of the things that were introduced and when they were. And we're going to get into uh, the crazy things that, uh, that this company advertised. So, 1908, homes were introduced, like I said... 1909 the motor buggy the sears motor buggy was introduced and they would eventually have their own car specialty catalog and it was it was lincoln but it wasn't the lincoln we know but they had their yeah they had a car electric washing machines were introduced in 1910 the auto cycle motorcycle introduced in 1911 silk stockings 1912 1914, private electric lighting plants introduced, which provide electricity for the home or farm. In 1918, Sears sales triple. 1925, first retail open. And then 28, Craftsman Tools is introduced, which is still a brand that's now around today. Kenmore was introduced uh, in 1929. And then I'm going to stop with, in 1930, mail-order chicks were introduced.
2: Do you mean chickens? Yes, that would be uh, baby chickens.
0: Baby chickens, yes, of course. Now, I'll say this, Amazon does not offer that. Now, I spent all this time talking about everyday normal things that you could get from the catalog. Silk stockings. They offered all kinds of things. Now, the great Leo DeLuca put together a list for Smithsonian Magazine, Rob's favorite, uh, (laughs) of some of the the odder things that were offered. Now, I'm going to be giving to you in alphabetical order first one arsenic complexion wafers dr rose's arsenic complexion wafers quote a perfectly harmless arsenic digestible that possessed the quote wizard's
1: touch
0: these are marketed for those with even the quote coarsest and
2: most repulsive skin and complexion i almost feel like you wouldn't order that wouldn't you like you wouldn't want to order that i feel like you'd be like admitting to something about yourself
0: oh this was an accident i don't know how this got in here well let's see how they work uh now they were quote guaranteed to sure
1: cure for freckles moth blackheads pimple
2: vulgar redness and so much more. What makes redness vulgar? Miss, I'm sorry to tell you, but your son has an acute case of vulgar redness. What? So
0: this one, the
2: $18 giant power Heidelberg electric belt. A what? Are we? Is it like a conveyor belt or is this like a belt like for one's waist? Oh,
1: wait, wait, wait. This is the thing. Yeah, wait, hold on. I know what this is. This is the thing like you stand on. And you put the belt around your waist and it jiggles you, right? And it's supposed to, like, jiggle the weight away? So, well, it's, it's, it's like that. So in 1902, electricity was still, like, a you know,
0: a shocking discovery for people. So that means that a lot of people didn't have it, essentially. It was a matter of, like, electricity is something now, so everyone will have it. But only less than half of Americans had electricity at that point. So that therefore, batteries, battery-powered things, started becoming popular because you didn't need mm. a plug-in for battery. So uh, one of the battery power marvels was the Heidelberg Electric Belt, quote, sack suspensory included. Sack suspensory. Which, uh, yeah, because guess what this helped with? Uh, it's said to help a man feel like a man again, the electric belt. Got his mojo back, as Austin Powers would say them. Was it for impotence? That was my question. Yeah. The wonder of the electricity was a go-to cure back in the day for everything from indigestion to impotence. Very good. So electricity was the go-to cure for
1: this back then. It's like,
0: oh, you can't get a boner? Well, why don't you? Uh... Uh,
1: you know what? I can't afford that. I'm just going to stand in a puddle of water. <laughs> Stick my finger in a socket. So, you know, your boner problem, no more, because this
0: eighteen-dollar electric Heidelberg electric belt. This is a quote: "The suspensory encircles the organ, carries the vitalizing, soothing current direct to those delicate nerves and fibers, strengthens and enlarges this part in a most wonderful manner. Eighteen dollars will bring to you health, strength, vigor, manliness, and happiness." a bigger measure for your money.
1: Wow. I'm uncomfortable.
0: This is still about the Heidelberg, sorry. In 1902, the catalog promised, quote, for those sexually weak or impotent or suffering from any trouble of the sexual organs, the giant 80 gauge belt <laughs> affords relief when everything else has failed. This is a lot. Ad company went on the stimulating alternating current forces a vigorous circulation of blood into the seminal glands, enlivening them with a healthy glow. What? 1910, um, the American Medical Association cracked down on uh, these quack cures. So, but they were in there. They were in there for a while. And apparently this electric belt caused sores. Can you believe it? No. What? Well, guess what? I don't need a fucking belt to cause a sore. Um, anyway, let's get to one of the big, the big ones I want to cover that uh, I think you guys both had a little bit of a shocked face. But yes, Sears
1: offered heroin. Uh, I go, Tell me. I'm not even going to say anything. You just go. Yeah. Now, during the Civil War, Rob, do you want to go ahead and explain uh, what the Civil War, the American Civil War? Yeah. So the American Civil War, first of all, you have to understand what a variety show was.
0: <laughs> but no. So after the Civil War, you know, there were a lot of dudes that were hurting. And uh, morphine was very popular for them to... Uh, Feel better, but that actually ended up starting to uh, cause a uh, a dependence on morphine, if you will, an addiction problem to uh, to morphine. I'm shocked. <laughs> Enter Bayer. We all know Bayer aspirin. Well, they introduced a new thing to help kick that morphine habit called heroin. Now, if you Google Bayer heroin, there is a picture of a heroin vial that says Bayer on it as marked as possible. I mean, it's I've I've seen this years ago, but it was just one of those things like, holy shit. So were they selling it as a pain reliever array? Was that like the primary reason? Yeah, so essentially what it was, Bayer said that it was not only stronger than morphine, but it also was far
2: less addictive, so much that it was billed as the antidote to morphine dependency. This literally sounds like what OxyContin, like the cell for, I'm it, sorry, it's like very, very off topic. I know it's not it, about but it absolutely this is. In particular, but like that was the selling point. They were like, it's stronger and you won't get addicted. You're
0: absolutely right. I mean, it just shows that that's medicine throughout time. I mean, heroin was introduced to do this. Ecstasy was uh, originally uh, developed as like a an antidepressant. Oh, all these things that are now like have ruined millions of lives. were like, well, Bayer had Bayer had good
2: intentions. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, it's just like, and like you said, it's just awful because like the people that hurts are people who actually do need some kind of help for the pain, and like, and so it's such a awful way to take advantage of that need for something it's like stop 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 thinking about the pain in your broken right arm i'll break your left arm yeah exactly it's it's, oh so sad Um, so sad it's awful so they were selling heroin in this catalog And did that go from the very beginning?
0: Um, I'm not sure when it was
1: added, to be honest, sorry. When did they stop selling heroin? Well, Daniel, that implies that it was stopped. Uh, I go to Sears right now and I can still buy it. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I I know that just from doing random Bayer... I don't think Bayer heroin was around too long. I think they kind of were like, well, I don't think this is doing the job it's supposed to be doing. Okay. Now we'll get into the thing that uh, sparked my curiosity on this, Holmes. And Watson. So around the turn of the century... With Sears growing so much, they opened a whole new warehouse, a new plant, which was more than three million square feet at the time, which means that they had a lot more Shit. room for inventory. Like an Amazon warehouse. Exactly. So, And that was the world's largest business building at the time. Now, in 1908, uh, introduced mail or home kits, it, whole houses arriving to your house, in parts, nails to the lumber, to the staircases, all by railroad provided instructions. All the materials were mass produced. So, you know, just, okay, cool. We just boom, boom, boom. It's just a kit. You're essentially put, it's an Ikea home. I feel like that's the best way to put it together. By 1911, they offered financing so you could, you know, pay, you didn't have to pay in one lump sum. Payment plans. Yeah, exactly. From Smithsonian. It made the American dream possible for more than a hundred thousand buyers. It's great. And like I said, at the very beginning, a Sears home nowadays should cost thirty two thousand dollars with inflict with inflation and yet they're selling for like millions isn't that what you said well yeah well a, a built house but i'm saying like if you were to still be able to order like a home kit from sears with inflation today it would only be thirty two thousand dollars.
2: Which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, No, that is crazy. Do you know, did it say in the articles about like, is this like two bedrooms, one bathroom and a kitchen space or like... It's one of those things you could, you can do
0: upgrades. Ah. It was via their Modern Homes catalog. Beginning prices range from $107, about 3500 a day for the aptly name 107 to three thirty five hundred dollars about, which is 113000 today about for the Saratoga. You can get flush toilets, which were a luxury any of that quote, any of the houses in this book can be arranged with bathroom for a small additional charge, right? For particulars. So I'm sure it's one of those things where it's, you could, the Saratoga probably was a four bedroom, you know, like as opposed, and the 107 probably was just like a small starter home. This is from Smithsonian Magazine. Soon Sears introduced three lines, the simplex, sectional, standard build, and honor built. The simplex, sectional, The cheapest class were often two-room shanties with no bathroom, more a cottage than a house, and included ancillary buildings like outhouses, chicken coops, and hog houses. Standard-built, the mid-tier grade were built for warmer climates as they had trouble retaining heat, but the honor-built, the finest line, boasted features like cypress siding. Cedar shingles and maple trim. Wow. In 1918, there was a 10-room honor built that was modeled after Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's Cambridge, Massachusetts home sold for uh, a little over 5000 which is 101000 today. This is also from uh, Smithsonian. There are so many parts and crafts that have to come together to build a house. To mass produce a house is amazing to me. Today, if you walk around a historic neighborhood with an informed real estate agent, they'll be able to point out the Sears kit houses and people are still amazed. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be websites now that tells you where Sears homes are. Yeah. But it's just it's so interesting yeah, that yeah. these homes that were delivered at fair prices that you had to do the labor for. And if you did good labor, they are going for 1.1 million dollars nowadays you know wow. what i mean like that's wow. crazy like if you did the work it was so the, the, the equipment was still so good or i'm mean, sure there's stuff over time but the bones are still good of these homes okay so the last thing i'm gonna get into it might not be that odd but still it's just one of those things where it's like oh i know where we can go get one of those a Sears catalog tombstones 1900 about one in 40 americans died each year for rural families, you just had to bury them in, you know, your yard. There wasn't really cemeteries. So you could give them that little that little last thing of uh, honor, yeah. you know, so you can remember them, which I'm sure would get knocked down over time. From Smithsonian. That's right. In Sears Special Edition 1906 Tombstones and Monuments Catalog, you could choose from myriad markers that were delivered on the cars at the Quarry and Marble Works in Vermont. Those were just some of the crazier, otter things introduced to the catalog. I know that there was even crazier things. I knew, I mean, it was. it would have been a rabbit hole if I were to keep going down and down and down this road, going through catalogs. But when I saw this article that gave me all this info, I was like, this is what I want to talk, I want to go in on. But something that's also interesting is that since Sears catalog was such a thing over the years. They employed and hired people that became known like Edward Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote for Sears. They would also write Tarzan and the John Carter from Mars series models included Lauren Bacall, Susan Hayward, Gloria Swanson, Stephanie Powers, Cheryl Teagues also featured Roy Rogers, Ted Williams, Al Unser and Gene Autry. That's Just some of the things that the catalog offered, it would offer more brick and mortar, tell you that. But just the fact they sold homes and heroin really shows you. H&H. They offered a wide range of things. Now, when we get back from the break, I want to talk about some of the things that Sears catalogs now are used by, like for historic purposes, and also for things they were used
1: for back in the day. That wasn't just shopping. And also, fun fact we got this podcast out of a Sears catalog. It's true. It's true. This was a thing. This was a thing. And, and now, this is
0: a skin. sketch. Family! Family! Exit your tents at once. A joyous occasion it is indeed. Margaret. Jacob, don't forget the twins. I have reached the last step of the instructional booklet that arrived with the house supplies. Step 12,713. B. I want you all here to witness the last step. To the first step of our newly formed family's future. Here, in Oregon, a proper home. All thanks to the Saint Sears, Roebuck, and
1: Company. And it is with these two hands. And don't forget Jacob's two hands. Jacob helped your new daddy a lot with our new homestead now, didn't you, Jacob?
2: Yes, I counted nails every day.
1: Yes, Jacob. After I, (coughs) after new
0: papa gave you your own can of nails to count, I finally was able to see the vision that was first brought to my eyes from a small etched picture immaculately described by the fine, fine people of Sears, Roebuck, and
2: Company. I counted the nails when I took them out of the bean can and counted them, and I counted them when I put them back in the bean can to count them. A
1: fine helper you are, Jacob. Your first father would have been so proud, helping to build a home with your new papa. I can hardly believe it. That's right, Jacob.
0: If only your first father hadn't fallen ill from fording the river during our wagon train out west, then you could have helped him. And... He could have figured out how to make you a useful worker.
2: I counted the nails twice.
0: That's right. You
1: got all 11 nails counted. Two times a day. On most days. A fine, fine helper you are, Jacob. Hopefully your new baby brother and sister will grow up to have the God-given hard work ethic you already have.
0: Right. God-given.
1: Yes, let us
0: hope that the twins have a hard work ethic years from now. Now, please, I'd like to finish my dedication and complete this last step. Then we can all go inside our new home and all take a nap. Separately. All I need to do now is attach the door knocker to the main door that goes into exterior wall C. And our American dream will continue even brighter. It took a full year's time to get these walls built. Don't forget the nails. I counted the nails twice. You sure did, didn't you, Jacob? A full year, including the three months it took
1: for the supplies to get delivered. And, of course, the two months I had to stay in bed to recover from the fall off the roof. And Jacob now knows the dangers of playing around on an unfinished roof. And you won't get in new Papa's way when he's putting together a roof, because accidents happen, don't they, Jacob? Four, five, six... Don't forget to count those twice, Jacob!
0: (sighs) Can I please just finish this so I can go inside and immediately go to sleep? Thanks be to Jacob for building such a fine home. Because of Jacob, we'll have a roof over our heads, an actual roof, for the first time since we started this journey four long years ago. Lucky we are that the Sears Roebuck and Company provided us the supplies, strength, and know-how for our little architectural savant here to build his home for he and his siblings, their families, and. Families after that, knowing that for generations to come of our family, they will never go without a roof over their heads, is something that is just incomprehensible to the boy. Praise be. Praise be to Jacob. Thank
1: you, dear. Can I please get this over with? Right. Sorry, sorry.
2: Eleven! One...
0: And it is with this door-knocker, the final piece, that our house becomes a home, our dream becomes a reality. (sighs)
1: Now, where the hell did the door-knocker go?
2: I counted the nails two whole times!
1: Oh no, Jacob! Dear Lord above, what has my life become?
0: Margaret, where is my tiny leather satchel with the two syringes? Thank you. This was a sketch. This is from history of Sears. Because the catalogs accurately reflect the styles and furnishings popular through the years, producers of Broadway shows and Hollywood movies frequently refer to them. So that because that because the styles, you could see what people were wearing in 1923. They could then go costume. Harold Hill,
1: you know? It's very true.
0: It, and and, and it's true. When I was reading that, I was like, oh my God, this is, it's such a time capsule for all these eras that it, it really is such a perfect, and it was offered for so long that you could, you have almost a full century of catalogs to look through Yes, per year. You know, I don't know. It just, it's, it. I thought that was so interesting. Of particular interest to people studying the history of early fraternal organizations are the pages... Offering pins of such organizations as the Freemasons and the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers, which I know you're part of. For sports and recreation historians, a section on sporting goods provides a chronology of the items first appeared. So like I know that one year basketballs and goals, hoops, were introduced. So now they could go back and be like, oh, this is when it was first offered to. But something that really stuck out to me was what the catalogs were used for back then that was not shopping mm. one of those things well in the house kit you can get your outhouse built but what in the heck are you gonna wipe that booty with
1: palm fronds
0: no sears catalogs that's right you got 522 pages in 1895 to make sure that 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 booty hole is clean so literally honestly toilet paper it was used for toilet oh, paper wow. And also what I thought was funny is that in overtime, when tearing down houses, probably Sears houses, the amount of Sears catalog used for insulation in homes. Oh, sure. Oh, It's just like, it's just so funny. Like, oh, wait, what, we we just have all these fucking Sears catalogs. Well,
1: people probably use them
2: for fires, right? Oh, I'm sure. Wait, I'm sure kindling fires. Yeah. You starting out this off talking about comparing it to Amazon, it does sound like it's a really apt comparison. It's certainly like it's very clear to see how this revolutionized a lot of the way in which people conceived of how they would get things mm-hmm. to them and conceived because you could also get test tube babies on there as well that must have been a, a later edition it was so like did the fact that they had this new way of delivering items and delivering things to people did that help popularize some products like did some products become famous because of the fact that they were able to be delivered as opposed to needing to go to a store to get them. I mean, you said there was like the what's the gramophone that you mentioned?
0: Well, the gramophone, I think I think it's one of those things where people could
2: finally get
0: items that they were reading about, you know, like the gramophone or 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 I think also like the introduction of like a craftsman tools or Kenmore, like when Sears introduced a brand at that point people could go, "Oh, we trust Sears." So Craftsman became a huge Uh, leader in the tool you know in tools kenmore became a huge washing machine uh, or you know that you know a cleaning brand because it was sears and sears was i mean craftsman is still around so i mean it's like it's still a trust even without sears around the brand that they offered now i can't think of anything specific but it definitely made everything accessible when it was not before you know, like, I'm sure, like, if you wanted a gramophone, you had to go into the city, you know, if you wanted to get one.
2: Yeah, you know, and I bet it also changed people's expectations of, of brick-and-mortar stores because of how they how the convenience made their lives, obviously, easier. And then, just like we see nowadays, a lot of brick-and-mortar stores have to change their business models in order to match or meet with what consumer expectations have changed to expect. So, I I would be curious about... Like we were talking about earlier, like what was the mom and pop reaction? Like what was the sort of the local stores and even like other chains that were only brick and mortar needing to do to respond to something like this in order to still survive and still be relevant?
0: I feel like nowadays when Karens are like in Target and it's like asking someone like uh, that works there like, oh, blah, blah, blah. This is the price. You know, I can get this on, you know, for this price on Amazon. Yes, yes. You know that there was like all these general store owners that were like, oh, Jesus Christ. I know what you can get the price for on Sears, Roebuck and Company. I
1: have it right here. But I
2: bet you're right. I bet that store owners had to be really aware of oh, what yeah. sears was pricing things at yes. so that, that way they could yes. be competitive
1: absolutely if i were a mom and pop store back then i think what i would have done was i would have been like what are the most popular items that people are buying off these catalogs yeah then i would have purchased them hiked up the price a little bit and then gone to my Ooh. mom and pop store and been like hey listen you can either wait two weeks for this dress pattern mm. or pay me a couple of extra pennies now and you have it instantaneously yeah
0: and I also feel like probably Sears catalogs set the prices for a lot of things nationwide because it's like kind of like we were saying like, oh, well, if the Sears catalog has it this price, then how are we going to ever, s-? you know what I mean? And like what you, like, I'm sure they pumped up prices for easy accessibility and stuff, but like, yeah, it's like, it's Sears cat. Everything was done like Amazon is how every store has to adjust now to what Amazon does now, how Walmart has to offer same day delivery and shit like To keep up with Amazon, all of them were trying to keep up with Sears, Roebuck, and
2: Co. Sears, Roebuck, Rich and Al.
0: Rich and Al. All right. You want to play a game? Does it come with heroin? Yes. Well, that is the fun part of the game.
1: This was a thing and now it's a
0: quiz. This is a, this was a quiz. (laughs) I was thinking a hundred years ago, 1923, Sears offered catalogs. So I looked up. The catalog from 1923, the fall edition. I'm going to give you guys an object, and I'm going to ask you what you think the price would be 100 years ago in 1923. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm going to start with Daniel. Okay.
2: A muskrat coat, natural. A muskrat coat. Yeah. I'm going to say that cost $10.50. Ooh, See, that was
0: $127.50 back there. Oh, my there. God. Yeah. Whoa. So I'm going to I'm gonna say within $50, $100, within $50 that you guys get it, that you can get it right. Really? Oh, wow. You're
2: very generous. Okay. Maybe 20 Okay. A women's smart turban. A smart turban. Well, since given that it's a smart turban, uh, I'm going to say that was... Uh, a smooth $42. $2.65. That's it? Yeah. Wow, muskrats must have really been hard to catch.
0: Muskrats were the closest thing to uh, baby skin. Gold,
1: <laughs> baby skin. Actually, was baby skin. We'll just call it muskrat.
2: Okay, what else? A practical front corset. I like these adjectives. Yeah. Practical, very smart. Okay, uh, a practical smart corset, I'm going to say, um, is... Uh eight dollars. Four fifty nine. Four fifty nine, geez, okay. Five each. Okay, great. Um, okay. Men's fall cap. Men's fall cap. Um one dollar and fifty cents. Ooh,
0: ninety-five cents. That's it. Yeah, all right. That's within I was gonna
2: go lower. That's
0: within the that's a one you got one, yes. Okay. All right, last one how much would a woodchuck chuck chuck. sewing machine sewing machine which is like a woodchuck chucking but it's a needle a needle sew sewing yeah there you go thank you
2: um I would say a sewing machine would be is this electric or pedal powered I think pedal powered at this point okay um let's say I'm gonna go back to like $10 $34.50 okay right. I I have a terrible sense I would not do well on what was what's the game show where you're supposed to guess prices is that like a Oh,
1: prices, right? Jeopardy.
2: Not my not my thing.
1: All right. Rob, go for it. Okay, here we go.
0: High-powered opera glasses.
1: 795. 19.50. But I was in the $20 range. What'd you say? 795. Seven,
0: oh yeah. Okay. So you got that one. Rob got that one. <laughs> uh reclining wheelchair. $53. Ooh, 2270. Just short of that $20. Grand piano.
2: Eighty-eight dollars. Three hundred and forty-five dollars. I do appreciate that Rob chose the number of keys on a piano though. I think that would be <laughs> oh I didn't even think of that. That's great. Oh my god, yeah. 88, yeah, eighty eight keys.
0: Alright, so you could build your own home, Rob, but you could also build your own boat. How much would it cost to build your own boat in the catalog in
1: nineteen twenty three? What kind of boat? Like a rowboat? A boat that floats. Two seventy-five.
0: Twenty-nine ninety-five.
1: Just for a boat? Mm-hmm. Wow. BYOB. I'm not doing good.
0: So one of my favorite things about Rob is that at the house he grew up in, the toilet that Rob would use all the time, which was invented by Thomas Crapper, has, a, has a, an etching of Thomas Crapper on the toilet.
1: Do you wanna know something, when I was a kid, my parents took us to like different homes to look at to buy, and my parents were like, which one did you like, Rob? And I was like, I like the one that had the picture of Thomas Crapper on and that's when we bought <laughs> just based on the toilet.
0: If you were to buy a toilet in 1923, Rob, how much would it cost? $17. 32, 35 within the $20 range, Rob comes in at the
2: end. All right, Rob. 2 for 5. That price is right.
0: But just some some other th- uh a, a hot plate was 625, a neck shaver so you don't have a neck beard, 190, hockey skates 540, An accordion 595. Let's get that weird owl
1: going, baby. Wow. And a Sears Robot catalog? Priceless. Priceless, exactly. How much was the toilet again? $27? $32.35.
2: $34 for a toilet. And you don't even get a you don't even get a, an etching.
1: How much if I want the etching? $33.35.
2: <laughs>
1: you know what? You live once. Let's get it, kids. Well, Daniel, if our listeners
0: wanted to get a uh, toilet, a house, or wanted to find out how to follow us, uh, how could they do
2: that? Well, Ray, I can help you with uh, um, only one of those things, but okay. I, I am sure our, our very smart and um, resourceful listeners will find their way to find those other things if they so need them. But when it comes to subscribing to and supporting the show, first off, as always, you are... Support means the world to us, and the fact that you are all just listening to the show is something we will never take for granted and very much appreciate, so thank you for that. But if you'd like to add your support in some other ways, there is, of course, our Patreon membership, so you can go to patreon.com slash thiswasathing, and if you subscribe to the Old Lucy level or higher, you'll be able to access member-exclusive episodes that are longer, ad-free, and you'll also get the chance to listen to some exclusive episodes with bonus content and you'll also if you if you feel more inclined towards the Apple podcast sides of things we have our Apple podcast subscription called and another thing and if you just go to our podcast page on Apple podcast you can subscribe to that in-app subscription where you'll get similar benefits as you will on patreon so that means longer ad-free episodes extra bonus episodes with content that you wouldn't get anywhere else and just more of the dulcet tones of of Rob and Ray. So that would be some stuff for them. But Ray, anything else you want to add on? What are you looking for? Books for boys and girls. I got 45 cents. 45 cents? Yeah. If anybody in the audience has a book that they would sell for 45 cents to Ray... Just let us know. Soft cover, hard cover. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you.
0: If it's a good story. Until next time, everybody. All right. Back to you, Mr. Egg
1: McMahon. Here's... I'm dead. Oh, boy. (laughs) No. He's dead. What do you want me to say? I can't say anything. The man died.
2: Okay. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Thanks for listening to This Was a Thing. And a big thanks to the folks that keep this show running. Our editor, Daniel Cutcut Schwartzberg. Our composer, Billy Better Than DC Racy. Our social media director, Gabe Hashtag Crawford our graphic designer, Natalie's nothing too graphic, DeSavia, and finally our games coordinator, Mark the Shark Schroeder. If you liked what we did today, make sure to head on over to iTunes to rate and review us. The more stars you leave us, the more love we feel. Hey, speaking of love, show us some social media love. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at This Was a Thing Pod and Facebook we are This Was a Thing Podcast. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you.